Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Healing Life Wisdom. I'm Tiffany Windsor. On this episode, my guest and I will be talking about natural ways to address anxiety. I'm delighted to welcome my guest and my favorite sisters. <laughs> I have two favorite sisters. This is one of them. My guest is Candace Lechion. Hi, Candace. Hi, Tiffany. So glad to be here with you today to share all this great information. Well, this is an important topic. You know, anxiety is something that I feel like everybody has experienced at some point in their lives. Oh, I think everybody's experienced a lot more recently than we used to in past. So I think it's it's a very big issue right now. So, well, um, let's go ahead and get started and kind of share our perspective. Okay. As we have a different perspective than other people <laughs> at times, so we'd like to yes. share that. Yes. So anxiety is about fear of the future. You're not in the now. Anxiety comes from within and without. Anxiety appears differently for everyone. For some people, it's something they live with all the time. It keeps a low price profile to be manageable. For some people, it might even be what drives them to do better or to do more or to have more energy to work with or to offer more speed. But the end result of doing things this way is adrenal fatigue. For others, it might manifest as an inward spiral of fears that people, of how people perceive them, if they're healthy enough or if they have enough of anything in their life. For other, it's a, others, it's a fear that everyone is always watching them. The worst of all are those who begin their inner dialogue with the words, what if, all the time. It's exhausting. Here's a list of things to do to help you work with getting rid of your anxiousness. First thing in the list is to set goals. Create a sense of balance. Change your self-talk. Make real physical changes in your life. Start exercising. Change how you breathe. Change your attitude. Definitely change what you eat and try to get some decent sleep. So I want to step back into each of those points, but let's get through a few more ideas here. And I really want to talk more about every um, point that you just touched on. So I want to ask our listeners, do you watch or engage in activities that result in anxiousness? The more you choose to listen to anxiety-producing information, the more you choose to be anxious. So think about that. Energies of anxiety float all around you all the time. And when you feel anxious, you attract others' anxiety. So like energy attracts like energy. Take stock of your anxiety and decide if it's really your issues or are you taking on others' issues or even world fears and issues. Take your mind away from anxious thought. So there's a couple of exercises. Do the multiplication times in your head or baseball stats. Uh, for me, there is a mantra that I say, which is cancel, clear, bless the fear, choose again. That's so, a really good one, and everybody should try that. <laughs> yes. And and let's pause for a moment here, Candice, because we talked about, like, watching, say, like TV or movies and that that's, can be anxiety-producing depending on the content. If you're watching a horror movie or an icky, icky movie with violence and killing and, and 
some of the stuff that's on TV now, not not just the bad movies, but even regular TV shows. I hear people talking at the shop. They they get so involved in these, and they get anxious and they get upset and they come in and they start talking about like it's real. <laughs> so yes. you have to be um, um, aware that you know the entertainment you're choosing can really add to your anxiety. And most people don't think that. That's just entertainment. It doesn't affect my body, but it does because you're getting anxious and your body doesn't know it's not real. It's taking the the signs that you're anxious and making adrenaline, and then you go into this constant adrenaline thing, which makes you, um, throws your body chemistry off, and then then you come into this constant anxiety. So as Candace just said, anxiety generates physical symptoms in your body. Your heartbeat increases, the blood pressure rises, the muscles can tense, the abdomen can tense. You can create a physiological or hormonal sensitivity to the physical manifestations of anxiety if you don't learn to control your thoughts and feelings. Um, Emotional issues are also very big for anxiety, and I don't think most people realize that. They think anxiety just comes out of the sky somewhere and gets them. But it has everything to do with what's going on in your life and what you think and um, how you're dealing with your daily living. The emotional issues for anxiety are feeling insecure, unsupported, helpless to change your situation, focusing on negativity and limitation, wallowing in fear, not trusting the flow of life. If you have anxiety, first look at your emotional issues and start to deal with and work on them. Then look at what you're eating. You cannot maintain your health if your body does not have the nutrients it needs to keep you balanced on all levels. Another issue in anxiety, which we talked about, is adrenal fatigue. When you are stressed, you keep making your adrenals pump out adrenaline, which floods your body and then makes you low on adrenaline because of the constant stress and demand on your adrenals. Most people don't seem to realize that adrenaline in your body is just supposed to be a temporary thing, that after you have an episode where you get very tense or upset about something, um, you're supposed to calm down and stop the adrenaline. But if you're constantly stressed, you cause your adrenals to constantly make adrenaline, which floods your body, and your body can't handle all adrenaline. It's very corrosive to your system, and then it has to go through your liver, and your liver has to deal with it. And most of us have problems with our livers being very, very toxic. So this is very hard on your body. So if you're in a car accident or something, you need to, you know, you will go into anxiety and whatever, but you need to calm down quickly um, so that you don't go and add all this adrenaline to your body. So um, one good thing, like if you're in a car accident or have something get, happen at work or some, you get fired or something, Try Bach Rescue Remedy when you get anxious or you're upset or anything's upsetting you because it is amazing for calming you down really quickly. And for those who don't know what Bach Rescue Remedy is, it's a combination of flower essences. So you can take it as drops, you can take it as pastilles, you can take it as, I'm trying to think what other ways, Candace, there's um, little pearls. You can take it. Pearl you can even diet. there's even rescue remedy for pets too. Pets and children and, and right yes. that that are alcohol free. It is the best go to if you need to calm down. It's always I carry it around in my purse. I keep it at home. Give it to people who are have anxiety issues, anxiety attack, um, upset, and it takes about seven minutes, ten minutes. 
And there's just this calming that is so amazing. And there isn't anyone that I have given it to that it has not worked. It works for everyone. It's just in the the beauty of it is it works so quickly. Otherwise, you can sit down, you could have a cup of tea, you could start breathing, get a little meditation. Right. But the rescue remedy works so quickly that you don't have to do something else at the time. Right. So uh, definitely if you're close to Candace's store, uh, stop by and get some rescue remedy or you can find it at your local health food stores. So foods are so important. Foods to eat for adrenal fatigue and anxiety include sprouts, asparagus, wild blueberries, bananas, garlic, broccoli, kale, raspberries, blackberries, romaine lettuce. Hey, this is starting to sound like my diet. (laughs) This is what I eat. Um, Red-skinned apples, avocados, cherries, cranberries, mangoes, lemons, oranges, tangerines, celery, red cabbage, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, leafy greens, and potatoes. These are foods that help to replenish you. So your food is medicine. There's also herbs that you can use, like cilantro you can put into smoothies, ginseng, ginkgo, ginger, nettles, great as tea, lemon balm, awesome as tea. You can also take probiotics, coconut water, coconut oil, and coconut meat. Um, there's also many herbs that are great for um, anxiety and, uh, and stress, but uh, a sample tea herb um, to strengthen and rebuild your nervous system would contain black cohosh, capsium, valerian, ginger, white willow, devil's claw, hops, and wood betony. And we have all those herbs at the shop. Um, I don't have it made up into a blend yet, but I can do that when I go in next week. Um, Another sample tea recipe would relax your nervous system and rebuild it. And that would contain chamomile, passionflower, hops, fennel, marshmallow root, and feverfew. And some foods not to eat which we shouldn't be eating anyway, are sugar, sodas, chocolate, white flour products, and meat, which most people are eating all these, and that is not helping your anxiousness at all. So definitely the first three or four have to be eliminated from your diet. (laughs) Right. So there are things you're going to have to give up in order to heal. It's It's just the way it is. So if you're eating those foods and you truly want to heal, you're going to have to have the discipline to start cutting those things out, the sugar and the sodas and white yeah. flour products. And so it's, and you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Yeah. And those foods According, are not medicines. <laughs> right. We're talking According food is medicine, to, and those are not medicine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a lot of people, there's, they'll read like about red wine or chocolate, that it is good for you. So you know, um, you have to certainly chocolate that has sugar in it is not. Now I know that there's some dark, dark chocolates and cacaos that they claim are good for you. So you have to do some research, or we'll do a show on that. I think the problem now the chocolate is not quality it used to be. It's more chemicals now mm-hmm. than actual good, you know, chocolate right. products and, and, and ingredients. So. So according to Chinese medicine, two organs are frequently in disharmony in states of anxiety and apprehension, and they are the kidneys and the heart. This is interesting. Kidneys hold your fear, inappropriate or excessive fear, lack of self-confidence, 
sense of apprehension and insecurity. Feelings of unease or worry can be helpful when they motivate you to take positive actions to solve problems, but they can be detrimental if they prevent you from experiencing joy and happiness in your daily life. If you have a difficult time soothing anxious feelings, there are, in addition to the rescue remedy, there are essential oils that can help. Many essential oils high in the chemical constituent linalool are well known for their ability to reduce sad and anxious feelings. Lavender is high in linalool and when taken internally is reported to reduce anxious feelings. Its calming aroma can also help cut through feelings of stress and promote relaxation. As our regular listeners know, I have been a doTERRA wellness advocate since 2014, and so my first line defense is always essential oils. And it's been so awesome studying with doTERRA because I'm, I love getting into the chemical and science side of this and to understand when you start seeing these chemical constituents and you can start understanding the families that these essential oils are in, it makes sense. With lavender having the lilul and there are others that have that chemical um, constituent also and then you'll know that the, okay those are the essential oils that work on these issues so the um, the doTERRA balance blend is great it creates a sense of calm and well-being and the balance blend includes grounding wood oils with frankincense and blue tansy blue tansy scent helps uplift your mood while frankincense promotes feelings of peace and relaxation The Balance Blend is a powerful tool for countering cycles of worry and fear. And that's really important because we talk about cycles of worry and fear. Do do those thoughts keep cycling through your head? Let's break that spell. You can apply it to your wrists or neck to ease anxious feelings. And, of course, you can always diffuse it. Another doTERRA essential oil blend that I love is called Cheer. The name just makes you happy. This blend was designed to counteract negative emotions while promoting feelings of optimism. Cedar wood is another essential oil that can be very helpful. It has a calming and relaxing aroma that can be used to evoke feelings of wellness and soothe your worry. Um, I've also done some extensive research on using aromatherapy essential oils that are wonderful for anxiety. Some of the information today is from a wonderful book called Aromatherapy for Healing the Spirit by Gabriel Moje. This is a wonderful book. Um, it's all about the emotional um, reasons behind all the different um, problems that we're dealing with nowadays. And um, anxiety and stress and depression and all are very, very um, big uh, issues in everyone's life. Um, some of the essential oils for apprehension that are great are thyme, juniper, juniper berry, and cypress. Oils for fear are thyme, which you use for the fear of external or known causes. Juniper for timidity and retreat, cedarwood for inward fear of collapse, cypress for dread of a hidden or unknown origin, for anxiety connected to an energetic imbalance of the heart, use geranium oil as it calms nervous anxiety, or vetiver, which has a similar use to geranium. But vetiver also restores a sense of rooted stability to those who are anxious. Rose oil and pomerosa oil for those who have deep anxiety, fear, and insecurity. Jasmine oil is great for calming, it's uplifting, and it's good use for anxiety alternating with feelings of depression. Lang Lang oil is better for sedating when extremely restless and you have a racing mind. 
lavender and melissa oils are comfort to the mind for those who feel oppressed or suffocated for anxiety compounded by a sense of emotional confusion or a feeling of not knowing where to turn. Uh, this week in the shop, I had a lady in um, smelling oils and talking about oils, and we had a big discussion on how she was expecting them to smell exactly like the plant or the flower or the tree that they're from. And I told her that some of the essential oils do smell like the plant or the tree, like lavender, but some don't. And one of them was geranium. It really doesn't smell like geraniums. It's got a different scent. And she said she didn't like it and she didn't want to use it because it, she didn't smell like geraniums. Um, so I want to point out that like there's some of the oils that do smell like what they are and then some that don't. And they don't smell exactly the same because it's the essential oil from the plant, not necessarily just from the lavender bloom or whatever. But um, another oil that people really, really don't like is patchouli. And most people consider it the hippie herb, and they, they get really upset about it. Um, but it's a really, really good oil. So we just wanted to say that some of the oils don't smell the way you think they are, but they still are extremely medicinal. And Tiffany mentioned that if you have an oil you don't love the smell of but you know it's really good for you, put it on the, a drop or two in the bottom of your feet, and that will put it into your body from another way that you're not smelling it through your nose. It's going up through your, your skin. Um, I know I had trouble right. with lavender oil for years because Aunt Anne <laughs> reeked of lavender oil, and I, it took me years to get over it. It was almost like a mothball smell to me. It was horrible. Oh. Wow. Um, some people just, you know, have a childhood or an emotional thing. Somebody smelled like a certain thing, or maybe there was a medicine when you were little you didn't like that had a, a scent that you're um, – recalling but anyway the oils are so wonderful that sometimes you may need to try them in a different way or in a different part of your body well and as you mentioned geranium oil it's a very powerful smelling oil so mix it with a carrier oil like your fractionated coconut oil take a teaspoonful a tablespoonful if you want you to start put one drop of geranium oil and rub it on the bottoms of your feet as as I had suggested to Candace put put socks on and and wear your socks for the day and the uh, the healing qualities are going to be there because the bottom of your feet have so many receptors and it's great for the, all the meridians and so you're going to definitely get some some of the the great healing qualities without feeling overwhelmed from that oil i'm trying to think what oils for me it's probably some of those that we think of that are more of the cooking oils where i go well wait this should smell like basil but it's like this most overpowering uh scent uh, oregano i use that a lot on my face and it has a very unique earthy smell to it that would not be the cooking oregano Smell that right. you would it's very have. very powerful. Most people smell the oregano and they go ooh, or even tea tree oil, which is not a cooking oil, but mm-hmm. has a very strong smell. But some people just like shut down at the point of I don't want to use that. I don't like the smell of it. Yeah. But you don't have to, you know, like I said, put it on the bottom of your feet, put a sock on. You can find other ways to use it. But we just wanted to talk about this. This lady was so vehement about uh, that she mm-hmm. wasn't going to use those oils because she didn't like the way they smelled. And mm-hmm. the whole part of it is aromatherapy, but there's also things that are tied into that. And I think a lot of it is emotional. So I think you need to realize that a lot of things that you react to, especially with as much emotion she was reacting, right. was coming something, out of, something out of something childhood. Right. Yeah. Something is definitely up. You can figure that out pretty fast. 
so I want to step back to the list of things that you talked about right to begin with to help you get rid of your anxiousness. And the first thing on the list was set goals. What's your recommendation for that? Well, I think to me, most people think anxiousness just comes out of the air. It doesn't have anything to do with anything they're doing, eating, sleeping, or whatever. Um, you've got to understand that anxiousness is coming from somewhere. It's usually fear. And most people have fear in their life, and they're not realizing that that's you know, kind of a byproduct of their fear that they're anxious about things. So they need to look into what's going on, why are you feeling anxious, why are you, you know, not sleeping at night, worrying, fussing. Um, so I think it's like setting goals to me is more addressing your issues, looking at your life. It's not outside of you. There may be like if you watch a movie that's anxious. You can fix that, though, if it's external. But if you're internally going about this all the time, you may not realize that, you know, it's what's going on in your life that's making you anxious. And it is a fear, so it can be fixed. And I tell people all the time in the shop is worry doesn't do anything. It's absolutely useless energy. People spend hours, days, years worrying about things, usually that never happen. So a lot of anxiousness comes from just worrying about things that might happen, that what-if kind of thing. Right. So in setting your goals, you have the first goal is to – uh, to say to yourself, I'm going to become aware when I am triggered, really, if you think about that. You have to, you have to admit and recognize that you are feeling anxious. <laughs> right. And then you can start taking the other steps, like create a sense of balance. That's a big thing for a lot of people because we, we can feel like we're there in this constant state of feeling unbalanced with everything that's going on in the world, things that are going on with family and and children, and so creating a sense of balance means putting yourself first. Putting yourself first, and then maybe doing something that you're sitting down and trying to create balance, which like in yoga or um, Tai Chi, any kind of um, exercise that will make you more balanced and take your mind off of what you're anxious about. Um, breathing, we don't breathe well. Um, we breathe very shallow. We need to be deep breathing, maybe a nice little meditation tape or a breathing tape to learn how to breathe properly. Um, most people, again, are not realizing there's things you can do, and if you're anxious, you're out of balance. So you need to find a way in your life to find something that's balancing to your energy and balancing to your body so you can not be throwing all this adrenaline out into your body. So as you talked about how to breathe, you know, there's very simple exercises from simply being conscious of your breath and count in four, out four breath uh, beats to your breath, you know, in eight, out eight. I also know that there's a way where you can block off um, your uh, nostril, one nostril at a time when you're breathing in and you breathe out of the other. So there's um, some very simple breathing techniques that are used in yoga and other meditation techniques that the breath is, even when you say the word change how you breathe, you take in a breath. You become aware of it. That's so <laughs> you, in this moment, in this moment, hopefully everyone is taking in a breath and going, ah, okay, I'm paying t attention to my breath. And that just changes, shifts you so much right there. We um, talked about change what you eat, uh, get decent sleep. Those are so important. And people still don't seem to realize that what you eat makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> to the chemical compos uh, composition of your body. It's just like they think that, I don't know what they think when they put food in their mouth, mm -hmm. that it's just like, I don't know, air, fluff. <laughs> <laughs> it, it 
just what we, um, you know, it's what our health is based on, and they're putting such garbage in their, in their body and and food that really would contribute to um, anxiousness because it's not what your body's needing. It's not what your body's asking for. You're stuffing stuff down there. The body's going, oh, please, not today. <laughs> well, throw, and in fact, don't throw diet soda in today. Out. No, no. <laughs> right, and, and in fact, it's stressing it out because we've talked about. The adrenal fatigue can come with uh, the chemicals that are in food, um, the the receptors. Uh, can't remember is it uh, neuron receptors? Right now, I don't know the right right word, but uh, the electrical impulse neurotransmitters. Yeah. neurotransmitters. The, the, the the electrotransmitters that are in your body are affected by the chemicals that you're putting into your body, and your body then goes into, what do I do? Wait, we're going this way. No, we're going this way, and it doesn't have the right pattern and beat to uh, what it does when you're, you're actually feeding it um, this beautiful, life-giving plants. And, and, you know, I do eat some meat. Uh, I eat very clean meat. So I don't, I, I have been vegan. I've been raw vegan. I've been vegetarian. I've been anything Aryan. Uh, so you have to get to learn what your body craves and needs. So I I don't preach one particular way or another, but I tell you when I am eating right, I am I have so much energy and the the brain fog goes away and it's it's a such a different feeling when things are in balance. It is. I, I was talking to somebody this week and she's trying very hard to uh, change her ways, but she, in fact I talked to her today. She's trying to get off sugar and uh, she's not. Well, she's actually doing pretty well, but she she is starting to, after all this time, trying to finally read labels. Oh. And she said, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've been buying natural stuff. I said, natural, no, natural, the word on a package doesn't mean anything. You have to turn right. it around and read the label. So she was reading labels to me. She goes, oh, this has sugar in it. This has sugar. This shouldn't have sugar in it. <laughs> she said she bought honey that had sugar in it. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. That is bad, 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 bad. Yeah. I saw one thing today was manuka honey. It was a it was in the drugstore. It was on end cap, and it was manuka honey and all this thing. And the first ingredient was cane sugar. Why would you put yeah, cane I, sugar in manuka honey? How? Yeah, that, the fact that that's even legal is unbelievable because you know manuka honey is a very special, expensive honey that comes out it of is. New Zealand, and it's been proven to be so healing. And so you would never ever dilute it with never. anything else. No, every one of their products. Oh had cane sugar no. as the first ingredient, and no. I just thought, wow. But she was, wow. again, not paying attention to us in our label reading episode, and she she really mm-hmm. think, I think she really got it today. I said, you have to read every one. She said, well, this one says organic. I said, it can be organic and still be full of things that you really don't want. Right. So you have to be really careful because like it's really oil. important. <laughs> yes, like canola oil. <laughs> She was well, talking about salad dressing, too. She said, I'm going to go find yeah. a salad dressing. I said, no, you're not. Not in the store. Not not made up. Right. Every single one of them has canola oil in it. Right. I've done right. it. <laughs> right. She said, but I, I, don't like, I don't like vinaigrette, and I don't like this, and I don't like this. And I said, well, you can make your own dressing. There's all kinds of natural right. dressings you can make. But she wasn't interested in that. But anyway, right. food is so and if important. You do, if you do like vinaigrette, Bragg's has a, an excellent vinaigrette dressing. Okay, I, I did buy it. I haven't opened it yet, so mm-hmm. I will try that. That's good. That's good. Okay, good. All right, well, a lot for our listeners to digest this week <laughs> in body, mind, and spirit. And Okay, the only thing I wanted to suggest was um, 
that anxiousness and depression and stress, whatever, it's, we, we tend to medicate now. And yes. the first thing people do when they do is they go to the doctor and they get a prescription. And I was going to follow Susan Weed's thing is, is to do nothing first and look at your life. But secondly, try everything natural before you go into any kind of prescriptions or any kind of really strong medicine because it will soothe those symptoms, but it doesn't ever fix what's wrong underneath. So it will just keep continuing. And if you start natural and you start doing what we just said is going on, eating right and, and breathing correctly and whatever, you can um, deal with your anxiousness without having to go into um, medicating. Right. We're not medical practitioners, so we're required to, to tell yes. you that we saying. always recommend that you go to your practitioner first. Um, but there are and many are, are more open to natural things now than they were, right. so that's very good. But you know that there's other options. I don't think most people don't think there's other options. So try other things first. You can always go there, and and you're welcome to go there. <laughs> right, right. But there are other choices, and we and I think people are a lot more open these days as they're seeing reports of some of the really negative responses to medications, and hearing about it and then just hearing from people like us who say, you know, have you tried this natural? Have you tried that? Because there are choices you can make. And also before we wrap up today, I do want to remind our listeners, we haven't said this for a while. Candace actually does box flower remedy consultations where you fill out a questionnaire that's really easy, but people resist it <laughs> where she does a custom blend for you. And Oh my gosh, if you have blocks going on in your life, and you really are ready to start making changes in your life, highly recommend what Candace does with her Bach Flower consultations and making a custom blend for you. And you, you take drops, and you finish that bottle, and you, you take the, the, the questionnaire again, and she does another custom blend, and it's very, very supportive. It's very supportive, and it makes you really engage with what your issues are because people are so disconnected yeah. from the issues, and the Bach questionnaire is so deep and probing and interesting that you will find out what's really going on in your life and what you're really upset about because usually what you're upset about is not really what you think it is. So it's very mm -hmm. helpful to really find out what's going on within you by answering these questions, and, and then we work up a blend off the answers of the questions with Bach um, flower essences. It's wonderful. It's it's fabulous. I can tell you I've done it numerous times. It's probably time to do it again and <laughs> and uh, and just kind of see, peel back what the next layers are. Absolutely. Well, Candace, thank you so much again for joining me on this beautiful Sunday, and I definitely look forward to next week. I don't remember what our topic is for next week, but we'll all find out together. Okay, great. <laughs> Have a wonderful right. weekend. Take, I'll see you take next care. week. Okay, okay bye -bye. you too. Bye-bye. For more information, I invite you to go to HealingLifeWisdom.com. You'll also find Candace's contact information on her About page on the website. Click on Blog Archives, and you can find a post that Candace and I wrote on today's topic. And check out the links to the Healing Life Wisdom On Demand podcasts, just like this one. Also follow us on Twitter at HealingLife444 or Facebook at Healing Life Wisdom. And keep this discussion going by sharing our links with your friends and family. It's so important that we all share on our path to wellness. I'm Tiffany Windsor, and this is Healing Life Wisdom. Have a fabulous, uplifting, anxiety-free, and healthy week. We hope that 
What you have learned on this podcast will help you take the steps to calm your anxieties and live your life with a sense of calm. Thanks for listening.